एवरीवन यू आर लिसनिंग टू प्रगति आचार ऑन द फैमिली पॉडकास्टर ऑन दिस पॉडकास्ट आई टॉक विद पीपल अबाउट देयर एक्सपीरियंसेस एंड पर्सपेक्टिव्स ऑन इंटरेस्टिंग टॉपिक्स सो स्टे ट्यून द नाइट स्काई इज एवर चेंजिंग हैव यू एवर वंडर्ड व्हाट लाइज बियॉन्ड व्हेन यू लुक एट द स्काई We have seen the videos of the exploding stars as supernova, the dancing of the planets, racing comets and many more glories which light up the heavens. In this episode, Suresh Chakrapani will guide us on becoming an actual observer of the skies. He is a lead engineer at Wells Fargo at Bangalore whose hobby is to study astronomy. He is also a volunteer in Bangalore Astronomical Society, a non-profit group which promotes astronomy knowledge to the public. His objective and passion is to instigate interest and curiosity among the people and students on astronomy. Let's welcome our dear guest Suresh Chakrapani. Namaste Suresh, how are you? Hey, namaskara Pragati. Uh, I am good. Thank you for the welcome note. and uh, thank you for having me here i am really excited to uh, to talk about uh, one of my favorite topics yeah i'm excited as you are so the topic astronomy is very vast and limitless just like the sky you being an observer tell me what exactly is astronomy to you okay so astronomy is basically a branch of science uh, which deals with uh, celestial objects space universe basically anything beyond earth atmosphere as you rightly said it you know it is a very vast uh, subject so there are a lot of branches under that uh, some of them i can call out here is uh, astrobiology astrophysics planetary science there are a lot more so from uh, from the hobby perspective or to basically enhance the knowledge of the night sky from that perspective we can uh, get into visual observation or astrophotography for that matter so what i am going to uh, talk about today is uh, more on the visual observation part okay then what made you enthusiastic about astronomy okay so i was born and brought up in mysore Uh, so my grandfather had a uh, pretty good knowledge about uh, both astronomy and astrology so he also had a binocular so that binocular was pretty old but decent enough to observe the sky and uh, when i was very young uh, he he was showing me certain planets like hey this is venus this is uh, jupiter this is saturn so then uh, i kind of uh, you know whenever i i was not playing with my friends i i just go to terrace and uh, take his uh, binocular and observe the sky so by doing that i you know i was able to identify some kind of pattern in the sky even though i didn't know what are those constellations are but it always you know kept me wondering this is so vast i mean 
uh, my grandfather used to say, you know, those stars are like suns, whatever. So the sun, whatever we have. So they are all suns. So I always used to wonder, there are so many suns in the sky. So it's such a vast. And uh, over a period of time, I bought a book, which is a Kannada book called Nakshatra Vikshane, uh, authored by G.T. Narayan Rao. And for all the listeners who are uh, non-Kannada speaking, Nakshatra Vikshane literally translates to stars observation. So that book had uh, uh, details about uh, these constellations and uh, catalog of stars. So that kind of helped me to identify these constellations and uh, stars. So that's how my journey started. So you think like uh, whoever is into astronomy, they're actually into it since childhood. And if anybody gives exposure as her to children from the beginning, so they start their journey into this field. Definitely. But uh, one point here is, see, there is no age restriction, especially for this. So if someone didn't get a chance to start from the childhood, uh, they can start at any time. And definitely, uh, if you instill this uh, uh, curiosity and uh, knowledge to the children, definitely, you know, they will have uh, a better exposure to this field. And and they, they can explore on their own because, you know, sky is available to everyone. Yes, yes. <laughs> when you look at the night sky, you we can see only the stars and maybe few planets. So is that all we can see or is there more into it? Yeah, uh, that's a really nice question. So, uh, yes, when we look at the sky, everything looks like a point of uh, light source. Um, but yes, majority of them are stars, but not all of them are stars. So let me elaborate on this. So apart from stars, we can also observe planets. In fact, uh, without any tool for the naked eye, we can uh, see Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn. And apart from that, uh, we can also observe uh, what we call deep sky objects or DSOs like nebula, which is uh, basically a interstellar cloud. We can also observe galaxies, clusters, meteors, and uh, uh, even uh, sometimes we can also observe comets and many more. Uh, there are so many celestial objects out there which we can observe. In addition to these uh, celestial objects, we can also observe man-made satellites, including International Space Station and Hubble Telescope. Of course, uh, these satellites look like uh, aeroplanes flying over the head, but uh, after uh, experience, one can identify whether something is a satellite or an aeroplane. So there are plenty to look at in the sky. <laughs> so the first thing one person ever sees is the moon. So apart from that, there is also the evening star, which is visible at night, which is nothing but the brightest planet, Venus. 
but from naked eye it appears to be a star if this is the case how do we know which are stars which are planets and which are galaxies and so on yeah that's a very valid question so to explain this uh, let me take an example see today uh, suppose i am i want to go to mumbai from bangalore i want to drive now this is the first time i am driving i do not know anything about uh, route so what i do i will take the help of google maps or the navigation system if it exists in my car so i input uh, the start location and the destination then that navigation system will guide me how to uh, how to go through this uh, this complete uh, journey so it will basically tell me where to take right where to take left turn uh, if i have to take uh, one specific flyover it will guide me so finally it will help me to reach the destination so the way we use google map similarly we can use what we call sky chart so sky chart is uh, something which is available in internet one can uh, google for sky chart uh, then uh, you can download the sky chart so before downloading uh, you will basically put your location up uh, date and time how does this sky chart works let's say you are looking at the sky whether it is from north to south or from east to west whatever the stars are visible or the constellations are visible in the sky that uh, map is drawn in the sky chart so basically you can hold the sky chart and look at that specific direction in the sky then you are able to relate okay this is what this of course 5 to 10 years back we were using sky chart so we used to download the sky chart take the print out and then uh, go outside and look at the sky but nowadays uh, especially with the advent of uh, smartphones and apps we can download a, a sky map so what you can do is uh, you just hold the phone towards the sky and in that direction whatever objects are visible that those objects will appear in the app so if i have to call out uh, some of the popular uh, apps it's like uh, sky safari or night sky or sky so you can basically these apps are available i think in in all the operating systems whether it's ios uh, android or even windows so you can uh, download these apps and observe the sky now um this is where it helps you to identify as well as differentiate different types of objects so using these apps you, you will be able to make out okay this is a star this is a planet uh, this is a open cluster this is a galaxy right and um just one more aspect i would like to add here is uh, say i gave you an example of uh, traveling from one place to another on the road so if i'm going from bangalore to mumbai i have to pass through hubli and then i will get uh, let's say kolhapur and then pune so at least when whenever i reach those places i know that 
i am going in the right direction <laughs> but obviously it's not the case in the sky uh, so there is no board over there which says hey this is this star or this is this planet right so everything looks uh, just dots so what we do is uh, something called star hopping identify a brightest star in the sky because that is very easy to identify once you identify that you take that as the start location and then from there go to the nearest uh, star visible in whichever direction so like that you hop from one star to another finally you will reach the uh, particular destination so basically this this actually works like google maps but the only thing is that the positions it might change according to places right or is it the same everywhere it does change um so for instance uh, see if you if you consider earth there is a northern hemisphere there is a southern hemisphere uh, there are stars which are predominantly visible in northern hemisphere and there are stars which are predominantly visible in southern hemisphere but they are all i would say it's like outliers but majority of the stars are visible uh, in the entire world i mean i'm i'm not you know talking about exceptions like uh, north pole south pole kind of thing but in general yes uh, majority of the stars and constellations and deep sky objects are visible from wherever you are okay so it doesn't like uh, the stars i know they'll be uh moving i mean changing positions but it's like light years away so it appears to be constant whereas the planets the positions of the planets and moons and satellites they keep on changing right and the satellites they keep moving each satellite keeps moving in different speeds how will you track that how will you know what the position of one satellite which you are looking for right um see planets since they all revolve around sun they appear to move faster compared to the background stars it doesn't mean that stars are stagnant they are not moving anywhere not like that but they are as you rightly said they are at a such a uh, you know very very distant we basically in talk in terms of light years so on on the earth we talk you know we talk in terms of uh, kilometers or miles but basically in the sky we talk in terms of light years so they are at a, such a larger distance it appears to be in the same position uh, during the lifetime of humans i would say uh, so that's right now when it comes to satellites uh, for that also we have uh, apps i i don't remember the app name at this point in time but basically that app uh, will tell you for your location on that particular day what are the satellites which will hover over your city and in which direction whether it is from north to south or northeast to southwest whatever it is so it will tell you it will also whenever uh, that satellite uh, comes above the horizon 
you you can uh, you know it will show you in in the kind of uh, map kind of thing so you can basically come out of your home and uh, look at the sky at that direction and you will be able to identify those satellites apart from these apps can we observe these objects from our homes yes i have to talk about uh, light pollution here look uh, primarily there are few obstructions when it comes to sky observation one is clouds you know we all know right uh, if there are clouds obviously we cannot observe anything another obstruction is uh, light pollution what happens is let's say i am in bangalore so similar to any metro cities bangalore also has a huge light pollution so what happens is when i look at the sky from bangalore city i can still see some of the stars and definitely i can see planets but i can observe some of the stars which are bright enough to visible in the sky from the city now let's say i move out of bangalore or any city for that matter i go to a village which is remote area i will be able to see a lot more celestial objects in the sky so if i further go out uh, to the remotest place uh, i mean much more uh, objects are visible so so how do we identify this there is something called bottle scale so this bottle scale is basically on the 1 to 9 scale this bottle scale talks about the intensity of the light pollution so in this scale one signifies that uh, the sky is excellent dark and nine signifies inner city sky so so bangalore comes uh, under 8 uh, and 9 so you can make out you know to what extent we can observe definitely it's a very very few stars which are avail- uh, visible in the sky let's say i go to place called uh, kurg which comes between bottle 2 and 3 i mean you don't believe uh, <laughs> you, uh, it's completely a different picture altogether yeah, i mean one will start wondering oh are these stars uh, i mean we can see these many stars in the sky because especially you know living in the city we don't realize that uh, there are so many stars which can be seen with a naked eye but only when we will appreciate only when we go to a remote place so similarly if i go to a bottle one scale uh, place like ladakh uh, it's an amazing i mean there is absolutely no light pollution so we'll be able to uh, see many many more um, what i would suggest there is an app called uh, light pollution map install this map this map will basically tell you the bottle scale of your location i mean this is this is available for entire world so wherever you are in whichever country you will be able to identify what is the bottle scale where you are living you will also be able to identify the nearest bottle 2 or bottle 3 locations to your place so try to go to minimum bottle 3 location which is nearest to your place and observe the sky 
you will be able to make a you know it will definitely make a difference and you, you, you have to experience uh, to believe this apart from air pollution and all the other pollution so there is something called as light pollution which many aren't aware of usually the lights of the street lights or maybe homes and cities so it obstructs the actual view of the stars which are actually brighter than all these lights your suggestion to observe the stars in different locations was very good one and uh, even i wasn't aware of uh, the app which you mentioned but now he- hearing you talk about all this like how important for us it is to connect with the nature and go much deep into all these things is like it's very important for us like being in the cities like with the same routine we forget how important all these things are it makes you wonder more the more you gain knowledge regarding the planets and the stars and whatever it may be the more questions arise so the more curious you become so we have lost that being in cities you know <laughs> very very rightly said uh, since, since you brought up this uh, this aspect of uh, this subject i need to uh, share one thing there is a famous uh, astronomer called carl sagan i will just uh, share his quote he said it has been said that astronomy is a humbling and character building experience our posturings our imagined self importance the delusion that we have some privileged position in the universe are challenged by this point of pale light he said it right i mean there is nothing for me to add on top of that that's what you also expressed that's right uh, the moment we come out of our normal life which we are leading in city and uh, go to a remote location darker location and just lie on the uh, floor look at the celestial objects you will get lost in the world of cosmos and then you start feeling oh man i mean <laughs> we we are so insignificant in this universe exactly and i'm also astonished hearing that the nocturnal animals they have been deceived by the amount of lights we have like the street lights for example the animals which are nocturnal they actually think that's their light and they are actually not active at night so what we have created is in turn affecting us so i guess people should keep at least one day or uh, maybe at least certain amount of time in their lives to observe all these kind of objects so that they will know that they are nothing in front of it also do you have any suggestions for those who are into astronomy or those who want to pursue in this field okay so as you said uh, mentioned in the welcome note i am associated with the uh, bangalore astronomical society or in short called uh, bas BAS was started in 2006 uh, by a small group of uh, astronomy enthusiasts i got associated 3 uh, years back now it has grown with uh, many people uh, involved in this BAS conducts uh, a lot of outreach programs so outreach programs are where uh, volunteers visit schools and colleges with and they they take their uh, 
tools like uh, uh, telescopes and binoculars. And whole night, we showcase celestial objects to the students and the staff through these uh, tools. We also explain uh, about uh, astronomy. In addition to that, we also arrange uh, star parties. This is specifically for public. How it works is uh, we go to bottle two or bottle three location, then we invite people. Of course, prior registrations are required because there will be a limited capacity. Then before uh, it gets dark, experts basically explain about astronomy, observation, astrophotography, do's and don'ts, tapes, and how to use uh, telescopes or binocular. So all those things will happen. Once it gets dark, then actual sky navigation starts. So we take the people through the entire night sky. Um, we showcase them all kinds of uh, objects, including galaxies, uh, open clusters, globular clusters. And on the field, it's not like only theory, it's practical on the field workshop kind of thing where people get engaged. They ask a lot of questions, anything about astronomy and there are experts who are more than happy to answer. The reason I am talking about all this is if someone wants to get into this, do visit uh, the BAS website. We have a Telegram group, register for that. So become part of this Telegram group where you can ask any question about astronomy. So people are there to help you. People are there to guide you. And they also share tips, updates and all. And we also make announcements when star parties are going to happen. Unfortunately, since the pandemic started, we have not conducted any star parties for the obvious reason. Otherwise, before that, every year we had star parties and people came and enjoyed the being with Cosmos. And I would like to highlight one more thing here. See, visual observation is just one aspect of it. There is also another aspect called astrophotography, where people uh, with the skills of photography as well as astronomy, they take wonderful pictures of uh, deep sky objects like galaxies, uh, nebula. You don't believe the kind of quality uh, output we uh, they get out of their work. Sometimes people uh, wonder, you know, is, are these photos taken from uh, Earth or are they Hubble telescope uh, photos? <laughs> but I'm not exaggerating. Uh, they really take wonderful pictures. So once you join this Telegram group, uh, people share, whoever has taken the photos, they share there. So you can have a look at it. So this is what uh, my suggestion is. So you can even take your own uh, equipment and then even that is allowed or how is it? Oh, yes, more than welcome. Uh, people can take their own equipments and come to the star parties. Absolutely. And do they conduct webinars as well? Yes, we do conduct webinars. And uh, if uh, one cannot join live, uh, all these webinars uh, are published in a YouTube channel, Bass YouTube channel. So one can always go to those, uh, uh, go to that channel. In fact, a uh, lot of topics are already covered in detail in whether it is about the observation or it is about the uh, photography or it is about choosing a telescope. 
all those subjects are already covered so one can go to the channel and have a look at it so i'll be linking the youtube channel link in the description and all the apps whichever suresh mentioned in the description so finally i have one question what are your suggestions to young minds i strongly believe that uh getting into astronomy like being curious and sense of wonder it comes from childhood so what is your uh, advice to parents or maybe even children or maybe teenagers to get into this field see there are multiple aspects here uh, one can uh, look at from the career aspects where there are specific uh, courses uh, available but again that is after uh, graduation and all but from the general knowledge perspective or as a hobby my suggestion is get your child to start parties because i have personally seen some you know some of the parents bringing their children i am amazed by the kind of questions children ask they are like uh, as small as 6 years old 8 years old but the kind of questions they have uh, it really amazes so that curiosity is uh, is there in children bring your children to the star parties also inspire your children to look at the night sky you know nowadays children are glued to mobiles and uh, TVs just take them to the terrace or any open field which is accessible show them the night sky uh, take the help of uh, apps or charts and you don't need uh, any specific tools for that matter uh, you can start with a naked eye observation the, with the naked eye itself you can observe a lot many things then slowly you can get a binocular and uh, definitely you know your children will be able to identify uh, find uh, objects as well so that's how one can build a hobby so what is the limit of the binocular like you can see the planets but is that the only limit which you can see for example like anybody is able to afford the binoculars that's why i'm asking this question yeah that's a great question see binocular minimum we normally we suggest is 10 by 50 uh, so this 10 stands for uh, magnification so it it basically magnifies the object at 10 times 50 basically stands for uh, objective lens diameter that is 50 mm and this cost uh, around 5000 okay what we can see remember it's not only about the magnification of uh, your binocular as i also said mentioned before light pollution also matters because personally i have a 10 by 50 binocular in bangalore i was able to observe uh, even jupiter planets and also some of the open clusters i was able to observe uh, andromeda galaxy but the moment i took my binocular to kurg uh, near bagmandla which is like bottle 2 or 3 i was able to observe lot many objects i couldn't believe myself when i first went there i mean uh, okay. so that's how you know it stuck me how bad bangalore sky is So, so basically with the binocular with the 5000 uh, investment 
you you will be busy for many years <laughs> i guess instead of investing in uh, toys or any other thing they could at least invest in this so that the child or even adults matter of fact they can just be astonished looking at the sky absolutely and just you know one word here this 10 by 50 um, it it's a bit heavy uh, not for the adults but definitely for the very young children it looks uh, uh, heavy what normally uh, you can do is uh, either you can just lie down and uh, hold the binocular so that you will have the support for for your elbows or you can buy a sturdy telescope and then you can use telescope and binocular Uh, to have a wonderful uh, view okay so thank you so much for giving your time to this podcast and sharing your insights regarding astronomy with us i know this is a very broad topic and cannot be explained in such a short amount of time and i guess in the future we will definitely get more into specific topics in our further episodes so i thank you from the bottom of my heart for sharing your knowledge regarding space objects and naked eye observation and all such things we talked about thank you pragati uh, for this uh, wonderful uh, opportunity uh, it was very nice uh, talking about this uh, subject thank you very much all right listeners that's the end of this episode I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I'm very grateful that each of you are giving your time to listen to this. There's more coming your way. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate and write a review. Your family podcaster Pragati Achar signing off.